Welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Welcome in. How you doing? Solid today. Solid. A little hot. A little hot. Severe thunderstorm watch in effect for a large part of the listening area. So settle in. Let's go. Two hours. Thought-provoking sports talk. The Nate Brown Show. We're live from our downtown studio on Fox Sports Rapid City. It is always a great day in the Black Hills and a great lineup today. Top shelf guests. Great topics. We're going to have some good interaction here. Plus, I think I'm going to give away one more team, one more team in the Black Hills Batches for Hope Golf Tournament, which I'm going to be emceeing on Saturday. We get started Saturday morning. This is an 8.30 start time. So golfers out there, I've got a free golf team, and then you can support this great nonprofit, Black Hills Batches for Hope, with buying some things, right, and doing some contests on the course. The golf tournament Saturday I'm going to give away another team here today on the program only right here on the Nate Brown Show today. A foursome, okay? So get ready. Uh, we'll get into that. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by the rehab doctors, the non-operative experts in the Black Hills. If you suffer an injury or have pain, see the board-certified specialist. They've been here since 1997 for pain relief without surgery. That's the team, the rehab doctors. Take your first step to feeling better, the rehab doctors. Com. On the Thursday show, I, I told you, top shelf guest lineup. Here we go. John Clayton's in today. How about John? NFL insider, the original insider, the professor. John Clayton's going to drop by. Uh, Washington Post NFL contributor. John Clayton's live coming up. We're going to break down game two of the NBA finals from a sports betting side. I want to know every... Um, Every way to go on this, Lee Sterling checks in today, one of the best in the country, NBA Finals handicapper. He's been on fire. Lee Sterling's live coming up from Miami. Mike McFeely drops by. He wrote that piece on the Missouri Valley Conference and maybe the challenges ahead, even in the fall football season. Mike McFeely live from Fargo in forum columnist. Doug Ottawill checks in from Denver, side of the All-Star game coming up next week. Doug Ottawill live on tap. And Todd Mackin also on the way. Rapid City Rush president today. Rapid City Rush president's going to join us talking about the future with the new head coach. We introduced you to him last night, Scott Burt. Scott Burt comes from the Idaho Steelheads. Played for him, coached for him, and now he comes in. A lot of energy, intense guy. We had him on last night, extensive interview. If you missed that, go to the podcast. We have it up there. Scott Burt, the new head coach of the Rush. How was he chosen? What's the future of the Rush organization? President of the Rush, Todd Mackin, with his vision on the way tonight. So a Thursday show. Ready to roll. 720-1067 is where you can get in touch with us. Check in on the show there. 720-1067. Your sports, your sports line. And also the Barons-Wilson text line open and ready. 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line as well. Direct text the show. That is now open uh, for your commentary. Okay, so this is now becoming commonplace and... In sports, and so I'm, I'm going to start with this. This is becoming commonplace, and I think we're just supposed to just roll with it. it. It's just what it is. And we value these games much less. I don't know why that is uh, totally, but, but I want to get into it. So 
Major League Baseball All-Star Game next week. Okay? I got two tickets thrown my way. I got two tickets thrown my way a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, not not like free, okay? Not like free. I was going to have to buy them. And so I really I really put some thought into it. It's like, yeah, maybe I slip down to Denver. You're not going to have an All-Star Game close by very often. It's only the second time it's been at Coors Field. So I thought, maybe I'm going to slip down there. And then a few things happen in life. And it's like, eh, all right, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not go. I'm not, I'm not gonna go to the All Star Game. And I'm, and I'm looking at this saying, this is a interesting thing for me because I, I then just did what I told you. We value these games less, and it's, be, and it's happening more and more. Now, come with me on this. Come with me on this. You tell me, is the Major League Baseball All Star Game something that you're interested in at all? I mean, at all. You're a sports fan to listen to this program. We're not going to talk about the All-Star Game that much, by the way, when it is next week. And, and we should talk about it a little bit more than usual. Why? It's right in our backyard for the most part. Six-hour drive. Pop down to Coors Field. Maybe some of you are going. Maybe some of you are going. But we value it less. And here's what I'm getting at. You know what's happening now. And we just got three headlines today with the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. And the headlines are what? Not who's playing in it and Otani and what he's going to do. Shohei Otani, the star, and, and all these. It's who's going to decide to skip it. Who's going to skip it? So this is interesting. Now, we're just supposed to, I think, just roll with it. Because why? I just, it's an all-star game. Nobody cares. Nobody really uh, values it anymore. Even the fans. Even the fans. Well, let me just say. I used to, when I was a kid growing up watching the Cubbies, I used to get the all-star ballots at my gas station, right? I used to go down to the gas station. I used to get the all-star ballots. Did any of you do this? And then fill them out, and I actually sent them in. You know, it wasn't in this digital age. I'm that old. See, I'm becoming old. So I used to send them in. I, I was pumped. I wanted my voice and vote mattered. My voice and vote mattered. I was pretty jacked about that. I think people still do that, not not hardline, but uh, how you vote, you do it online, and fans still have a voice, and there's a lot of fans that still vote. Maybe it's younger people, kids, um, and true baseball traditionalists, right, purists, and maybe those are the folks that vote. I'm interested in if anybody actually engages with the All-Star game because it seems to me as the players have now devalued these All-Star games Here's my recommendation. Let's just get rid of them. Why? What do they? What do they do? What do they? What's the purpose they serve? We, we tell the fans yes, vote, and it's it's a it's a marketing branding uh, piece. That that's what it is. It's a money maker. It's a showcase, and we're trying to say this is a big thing: home run derby, all star game. It used to be and the fans really wanted to support it and wanted to watch it and wanted to vote for it, and now we've got players that are skipping it. And you know what I don't love about it? Here's, here's the three headlines. Jose Altuve today, Astros. Jose Altuve. Carlos Correa, Astros. Jacob deGrom, the ace with the Mets. So there's three players that have announced uh, today that they're going to skip it. DeGrom's been a little dicey with, with his arm, so I'm probably going to give him a pass. Altuve says he just needs a break. 
Correa says he's got to be with his wife. She's pregnant. Their child's due in November. That's that's a little ways off, but um, this is the this is the story. This is the story with the players. They don't value the honor of being chosen to the All Star game. And I sound like a curmudgeon. I sound like oh, I'm just no. I, I I'm serious about saying. The players, it's just now a burden, so to speak. For the most part, it used to be, I believe, an honor. The think about the All-Star Games back in the day. They were, it sounds like old school Nate here, they were a lot of fun. Ozzie Smith, Cal Ripken, some of the great players, some of the great stories. We didn't have guys skipping. At least I don't remember all of a sudden a run on, hey, I'm going to skip. Injuries happen. Injuries happen, so you got to be careful with that, but... DeGrom's out with the Mets. And by the way, I think he'd only pitched like one inning, right? I mean, they're, <laughs> they're not going to make you really grind it. You know, these guys only play a couple of innings, even the position players. There's a lot of players on the rosters. They, they don't have to grind it through. It's supposed to be an honor engaging the fans. And I believe if the fans vote for you, as they did Correa, Altuve, DeGrom, the fans voted for him. I would be disappointed. Let's say I'm a big Jose Altuve fan. You're a big Jose Altuve fan. He vo- uh, They voted for him. He won. He's got to play next week in, in Coors Field, right? You're going. Maybe you're going to go to the game. Well, then he's out. Then he's out. And so I, I'm going to tell you, if the players now see it, and it seems to me, I tend to lean this way, the players are seeing it as a burden, not an honor, and I wonder if it's just the way the world's going now. What, what does that mean? It does feel like athletes and maybe uh, quite a few folks, not just in the athletic world, just need more, more breaks, more time off. Uh, the All-Star Game should be somewhat of a break and a fun experience and camaraderie, fans. It really is. The All-Star Game is for the fans and the players aren't valuing it, they're seeing it as a burden. And so I, I'm going to say, somebody's going to have to make a call, you would think. But if there's enough manpower behind it or enough funds behind it and the fans keep on just rolling with it, I guess you'll always have the Pro Bowls, the NBA All-Star Game. There is something uh, that used to be special to me about the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. And I could be wrong on that, but there is something about that, Okay. There is something about that. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game used to have a different feel to me than the Pro Bowl even. It it really did. Maybe maybe there's just something about that. But Major League Baseball All-Star Game felt a little more competitive than most All-Star Games in pro sports. It felt a little more competitive. And then we tried making it even more competitive with the home field advantage in the World Series. People didn't love that as much. And now you got players still saying, I'm just going to take a break. That's my issue today. Just a little bit of a, uh, an issue where fans vote. You want to see them at Coors Field next week. Altuve's out. Correa's out. The excuses aren't great to me. The excuses aren't great. And it just lends me to think the new school players just feel different than the old school players. And that might just be old school Nate. Being a curmudgeon today, but it just jumped out to, uh, uh, out to me. Altuve, yeah, I'm out. Correa, I'm out. DeGrom, I'm out. And they say, you know what, it's a tough call. I know the fans voted for me, but I just don't want to do it. So they see it as a burden, and I say, we just really got to think this through and say, come on now. 
let's the All Star games are getting tired. The All Star games are getting tired, and I never thought I'd I'd say that about Major League Baseball's All Star game, which I believe is the best. Major League Baseball's All-Star game is the best game when it comes down to it from a competitive sports standpoint. Um, Listener text, does anyone really get engaged with watching or attending any All-Star game? Pro Bowl, NBA, I for one could care less about the silly events. Interesting, interesting. And I think you have this happen more and more. Hey, I voted for these players. They're going to play. No, they're not. You just wonder, is this uh, going to build each year? You see a lot of players skip the Pro Bowl. We got a lot of skipping going on there. That's turned into a really big joke. The Pro Bowl has turned into, we don't even tackle guys hardly anymore. I mean, that's, that's a big joke. Major League Baseball All-Star game used to be a real baseball game, a fun baseball game, the biggest stars. Shohei Otani, one of the biggest stars. He leads the league in homers. He could say the same thing as Altuve today. No, I'm not going to go. People want to watch the stars. They vote for the stars. The fans that are engaged deserve to see the stars. And these guys uh, bail today. I want to touch on this question of the day as I get started on this Thursday, the Nate Brown Show question of the day. Here it is. Um, And I want to know if I'm missing something. I want to know if I'm missing something. UFC is happening this weekend in Las Vegas, okay? UFC, Las Vegas, Conor McGregor um, is getting set to take on Dustin Poirier, okay? So McGregor, huge name in UFC, right? This should be a massive thing. McGregor, massive name. He's always uh, in the limelight. And then you got Dustin Poirier. He's getting set to go. He's a big name in the MMA, UFC world, And I just have to say, it's something, you know, we touch on a lot of things on this show, a lot of sports. Hockey to, we've done rodeo. We've done rodeo, right? Hockey, rodeo, soccer, wrestling, some of the outside of the big three or four sports. We've touched on that a lot. The one thing I don't hit, the one thing I don't hit is UFC. I mean, I, I don't hit UFC. I don't watch UFC. And I'm trying to get a feel for this is supposed to be massive, uh, this fight this weekend with McGregor. is supposed to be massive. I rarely talk UFC on this show. Am I missing a big sports topic? Is this a, is this a big sports topic? UFC in general, especially when you have big names like McGregor. That's my question of the day. A little uh, production work for you guys as you listen to the show each day, at least I hope. I'm trying to tell you, we hit on a lot of niche sports. Quite a bit. Uh, By the way, we talk a lot of baseball, more than most. You know, the rules of Sports Talk Radio, you know the rules, right? NFL, NFL, then maybe more NFL, right? (laughs) And then throw in some NBA when it's the NBA Finals. That's the rules of Sports Talk Radio. We kind of bend the rules and go every which way. So we hit a lot of niche sports. I'm trying to ask the audience, really, I want to get a pulse. Just today on this Thursday, it's just a one-day pulse. I don't talk UFC. It's not in my wheelhouse, so to speak. Is this a big sports topic that that people are engaged in, people are interested in? Obviously, it's pay-per-view this Saturday. Pay-per-view, UFC 264, live from Vegas. Let's take a look at the early results. Early results in the Nate Brown Show question of the day. I don't talk UFC on this show. Am I missing a big sports topic? 
39% say, yes, you're missing it. It's a big audience. 39%. 61% say, no, I'm not interested in UFC at all. So that's interesting. Out of this social media audience, 39% of you guys say, there's a, there's a big audience for UFC. And I'm trying to tap into them. I, th- I, think, they're, I think they're younger. I think they're younger. They're pretty heavy male. We get a lot of males on this program anyway, but I think they're younger, and it's a it's an interesting crowd. Is it your traditional sports fan? Is it your traditional sports fan? I'm not so sure about it. I've got a friend who's a professional, okay? This guy's a, a great professional in the community. You wouldn't think it. Major boxing fan. Major boxing fan. I watch more boxing, by the way, than UFC. And so I might be backwards there. I wonder if I did that question on boxing, where we would be at. Because 61% of you are telling me, no, UFC's not big. 39% saying, yeah, this is, a, this is a big sport. McGregor fighting this weekend. It's interesting to me how many people will be engaged in that. I am going to talk about it one, one of the times for the first times today with Lee Sterling because he's going to make a pick in the McGregor fight, UFC 264 in Vegas. So I am going to engage the folks, the 39% of you that are ready to go. Um, 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. Let me know, Are you? Are you? Uh, do you watch UFC? Do you watch UFC? Listener text. I would say two of ten of my friends would or could carry on a conversation about UFC. Two out of ten. Two out of ten. That's not a big number. That's not a big number. So it's, it's, it's niche. Would you have more people that could uh, talk about Stanley Cup final last night? I believe so. You know, so when I look at the ratings on things, when I look at what sports fans are watching, hockey's been low. I mean, it's way lower than NBA. It's low, but I'm going to tell you it's bigger. It's more widely available. More kids have played it and such. You've grown up watching it. It has that following. I believe that is grassroots. That helps with sports. UFC is one of those things that's hard. Most of us aren't cage fighters. Most of us, <laughs> we don't grow up watching it or being as engaged with it. It's starting to, right? There's, there's some people doing that. I think that's part of it. So I'm going to say hockey's much bigger than uh, UFC. Am I right on that? And hockey in the tier, NHL-wise, is pretty low. I mean, we had a Stanley Cup final uh, champion last night. Tampa Bay wins it again. I mean, it's, it's on the radar but it's already it's almost been passed over. So that's where I think I, I think UFC not as big as folks may think. The crowd that follows it really passionate, really really passionate. Um, coming right back with John Clayton on the Nate Brown Show as we get started today. John Clayton is in NFL Insider. I've I've got questions on his divisional winners. I've asked him. He said I'll give them to you. Each division, we're going to run through it, NFC, AFC. John Clayton, the professor, going to give us the winners as we get close to the season. He's next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. 
At Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City, our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street. Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Mainly clear skies tonight with a chance for scattered storms. Lows level off around 64. South winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance for scattered thunderstorms again tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 89. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Scattered thunderstorms likely tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 61. Cloudy skies expected. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, 87. Hard Ranch Camping Resort is hosting their annual RV show July 8th through 10th. Black Hills area RV dealers and other vendors will be on site at Hart Ranch. Find out which camper is right for you with one-stop shopping on site. Plus, you can register to win a free Hart Ranch Camping membership. Get to the Hart Ranch Camping Resort RV show July 8th from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. July 9th and 10th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Located south on Highway 16 or Highway 79. Presented to you by Camping World, Jack's Campers, Dakota Discount RV, and Midwest Campers. Danny Manholt Rapid Chevrolet buys cars. You heard that right. We don't just sell cars, we buy them too. We make cash offers to purchase local cars, trucks, and SUVs every day. Tired of listing online? Tired of messages? Or just tired of making payments? Whatever the reason, make an appointment at rapidchevrolet.com for a no-obligation appraisal. It's fast and free. When you're ready to sell, we're ready to buy. At Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet, Rapid City. Hi folks, Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. Thursday, July 8th, we'll be closing another online-only auction. Now, this auction is Black Hills Real Estate, consisting of 35 acres, a house and a shop, southwest of Hermosa in the Ghost Canyon area. Personal property on the auction will be selling a J Lazy K South Dakota cattle brand, two saddles. There's a Colorado and a Heiser saddle, a 2010 John Deere diesel crawler tractor, a 1020 John Deere gas tractor, 742 Bobcat that needs repair. Register to bid. Go to McPherson Auction. Consumers everywhere are rediscovering the benefits of buying locally produced food. Not only is it fresher, tastier, and more nutritious, it's also good for the local economy. And did you know the Village Hearth hamburger and hot dog buns you love are baked right here in the Midwest? With three state-of-the-art facilities, freshly baked buns are delivered every day to your neighborhood grocers. Village Hearth Buns, baking our best for you. Here at Pizza Ranch, we believe in happy accidents. Like in 1964, when a Buffalo, New York restaurant owner accidentally bought chicken wings instead of chicken necks. The 60s were a crazy time. Well, decades later, and the mistake-turned-masterpiece is now at Pizza Ranch. Introducing our new traditional and boneless chicken wings, tossed in our signature sauces. Two more ways to get the country's best chicken available for carryout and delivery. Maybe it wasn't an accident after all. Just delicious fate. Pizza Ranch. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City.
Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show on a Thursday. High energy Thursday on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. You know that. You know that. Coming up, Lee Sterling's going to break down NBA Finals Game 2. Lee Sterling, one of the top handicappers in the country. Paramount Sports. He's got his pick. Suns, Bucks tonight. Game 2. Suns up 1-0. Also a little UFC 264 prediction. That's my question of the day. I'm trying to get a sense for how big the UFC crowd is. Nobody's really told me on this show, hey, you need to talk more UFC. That's very rare, yet it seems like a pretty big thing. People are promoting it, and I mean, it's a McGregor's fighting Saturday. I haven't talked to UFC on this show. It's one of the sports I rarely cover, and I'm saying, question of the day, it's it's out to you. You, you get to tell me, am I missing a big sports topic and not hitting on UFC? Is that a big sports topic? Uh, let me know, 720-1067. I want to get a pulse of Fox Sports Rapid City. Here he is, NFL insider, the professor, Washington Post contributor, 104.3 The Fan in Denver, John Clayton back on the Nate Brown Show. John, thanks for the time. Hope you're doing okay. How are you? Hanging in there, Nate. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for the time. Let me ask you about... Uh, hey, by the way, what did, you do for, what did you do for vacation? I went to uh, San Diego. I went to oh, San nice. Diego. Yes. Very nice trip. A um, little... Uh, Less hot than it is up in the northwest, John. You guys have been steaming up there. Just hot. We had three three days over 100 last week to a point where it got here in Seattle, 111. And normally, in fact, that's all three days for records. Uh, normally, I mean, there's only like about maybe oh, two times in the last uh, 25 years you've had temperatures over 100. And so it, it's been crazy. Uh, it's been dry. No rain since June 14th. Oh. I mean, right now today's in the 70s, but... Over the weekend and starting tomorrow, it's going to start popping up into the 80s. And you guys don't even hardly have air conditioning out there, I've heard. People in Seattle, you don't need it. No, I mean, fortunately, in the place that uh, we built, uh, or was built for us, uh, we have great air conditioning. Okay. But I know in the previous places, we didn't have any air conditioning. Yeah, I've heard that out there. I uh, hope you start getting back to normal. Um, let me ask you about the Broncos. You've been riding for 104.3, the fan. Um, I'm going to start here this week. Aaron Rodgers keeps on not saying much. Aaron Rodgers not saying much. He said on the golf tournament uh, the other day, well, we'll see. We'll see where he's going to be playing. What's your reaction to this as we move this forward? It's just not moving. No, it isn't, and it's not going to move because if he misses training camp, he's going to test the team and see where they are, test management to see where they are. But, you know, there's a growing sentiment around the league. I'm not totally buying it yet because – you know, I like Aaron Rodgers, and I think he can be stubborn on things. I think he's going to be stubborn enough to hold into the season. But the fact that he didn't opt out, that says something because he doesn't want to play. And if the Packers don't trade him, then, of course, that's the only team he can tra- play for, and he's going to lose $35.3 million because he'd have to pay back signing bonus proration, a $6.8 million roster bonus. He'd lose all the, uh, you know, the money in his base salary. So, you know, but there's a growing sentiment that uh, he might play in Green Bay, but uh, that one we'll have to see. Do you ever think that retirement crosses his mind or no? No, not at all. I mean, he loves the game of football. <clears throat> I mean, it's like, and so with that in mind, I mean, and I mean, you know, his big thing is, I mean, he doesn't want to leave Green Bay. I mean, he does now, but it's like he doesn't want to leave Green Bay for about three or four years. He was kind of like Tom Brady in the sense that he wants to play in football in the team that he's with into his 40s. Yeah. And, man, you saw him. I don't know if you watched the uh, the match, 
But, I mean, you can just see what great shape he's in, how he takes care of himself, kind of like Tom Brady. And, you know, that uh, he, he loves competition. I mean, he had 15 really good putts. And the thing that I found the most interesting was that, uh, you know, he's in the NFC North, right? And so all of a sudden he's taking a shot uh, right about the eighth or ninth hole, and all of a sudden he looks over after the shot and sees a bear. Yeah. Now, you know how good he's been against the bear. And then well, he looks over and he sees the bear, and so then the next thing you know they take another shot of the bear, and the bear took back a couple steps and took a dump. <laughs> I was, I was watching that. Welcome to Big Sky, Montana. My home state, by the way, John. My home state, uh, Montana. So I've been up to Big Sky. It's a nice place. Same, same, same as my wife, Pat. Very nice. Very nice. John Clay. Where at? I grew up in Billings. 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 Yes, I was just outside of Billings. That's where I grew up. Wow. Small world with uh, the professor on today, John Clayton. Um, let me get your feeling on the Broncos. One more. This ownership situation. It's uh, It's messy. There's people that aren't quite following it closely. It's hard to follow. It's uh, you know a lawsuit in the court with one of the daughters and a trust that's trying to move forward. Where do you think the Broncos' ownership will be in a year? Well, I mean, the, the big thing is they didn't take it to court. I mean, it was in the court system, yeah. but they at least negotiated to a point where now there's no more court case, which tells me there is some kind of a settlement. Now, my read, and of course it may not be anywhere accurate, is that uh, the trust is going to appoint one of the, one of the daughters. My guess would be Tiffany, because that's the choice that they, uh, that they have. And then we'll see if the uh, other sisters and them agree, or if they get the chance to uh, you know, get bought out in some way, because you figure that uh, if they're not happy totally with the way things are going, but if they can get bought out and get the money, that uh, they would want, that might be able to work out. But nobody knows because everything's in total secrecy. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I just wonder if there's an outside owner that comes in eventually if the team sells, if the NFL says, hey, uh, we're going to have a sale here. Yeah. Well, you got Jeff Bezos. I mean, you figure he's going to be one of the next owners. Yeah, uh, been thrown around anyway. John, I want to run through this. I want to run through this if you can. We're a yeah. month away from getting set with real stuff going on. Uh, preseason's coming. I want to run through some divisional winners and give uh, some insight on that. It says you're going to make some picks in the division. So I'm going to start NFC. I'm going to start NFC. I'm going to start NFC West. Highly contested division. Where do you think it goes? I still think it stays Seattle, even though everybody's putting Seattle as a number three team. So they have the best quarterback in Russell Wilson. They got better on defense with some pass rush. There are question marks at the cornerback position. They're better on offense for talent. They'll even get better if Josh Gordon gets uh, off suspension and they can re-sign him. Uh, but I think that they have a slight edge, and it's uh, very slight because the Rams are right there. 49ers, I think, will bounce back. And I think Arizona's going to be an eight- or nine-win team. Seattle the pick. You have to pick that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, you're unbiased. Um, NFC South. I want to go NFC South. Who who gets on top there? Oh, no question. It's going to be Tampa Bay. I mean, you got Tampa Bay with bringing all the players back that went to the Super Bowl and played in the Super Bowl. I mean, you worry that uh, they didn't have a lot of injuries last year, but uh, you know they're older. They're the oldest team in the league as far as age, because now everybody's a year older. But I think you've got Tom Brady, you've got great receivers, you've got a great defense, and really you've got a great coaching staff. I mean, again, some of that stuff's going to break up after the year because you figure Byron Leftwich or Todd Bowles or both might get head coaching jobs. But I think right now 
uh, Tampa Bay has the big edge. John Clayton picking divisional winners, NFC North. A lot of Vikings fans here, John. Um, I think this one has a caveat. If Aaron Rodgers is really playing or not, that's my perspective. How about the NFC North? Yeah, if Aaron Rodgers is there, the Packers win. If Arizona, if uh, Rodgers goes someplace else, then Minnesota's going to win. Chicago's going to be an average team, and Detroit's in a dumpster fire right now, uh, being one of the worst two teams for talent in the NFL. Okay, NFC East, final one. This one is interesting to me. Yeah, I'm going to go. I mean, I know a lot of people are picking Washington, and I can understand it, but I would, I would lean toward the Dallas Cowboys because what you're looking at with Dallas, Dak Prescott's back. They've got three really great receivers. You know, they've got a good offensive line if it stays healthy. Shaky on defense, but again, it's like Dak Prescott versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'd lean toward Dak Prescott. John Clayton, divisional winners, NFL insider on the Nate Brown Show, AFC, AFC West. I know the answer. Yeah, it's Kansas City. I mean, they got Patrick Mahomes. They got they got a little bit better on defense. Now, again, they can't lose a uh, Frank Clark for any kind of a suspension for driving around with an Uzi in his car. That would set them back a little bit. But they have the edge. But, again, I think the Chargers are a playoff-caliber team, and I definitely think that the Broncos are a playoff-caliber team. But they're both the wild cards. Okay. Even with Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, Broncos? Yeah, because I think Teddy, I think Teddy's going to win the starting job, and then uh, he'll do better than Drew Locke. I mean, you think about the talent. I mean, you know, they got the uh, third, uh, the sixth best pass catching group in the league according to Pro Football Focus. They've got the best secondary. They got a defense that could be in the top three as long as Teddy Bridgewater doesn't throw 15 interceptions like Locke. I think that he can manage things and you know get a chance to maybe get 10, 10 wins. Okay, um, two more AFC South. Will that be tight? Yeah, it will be because I think it's pretty balanced between Tennessee and Indianapolis. I mean, you know, it depends certainly on Carson Wentz and how he does, but I think he's going to do well for Frank Wright. And then the three receivers set after adding Julio Jones is great. I mean, the difference that I had uh, with Tennessee, as great as the trade was, they've got ten. They've got rid of ten starters. Uh, for cap reasons or whatever reasons, and particularly they got problems on defense. The defense will be better, but, I mean, they're both 11-win teams. AFC North, um, is this the Browns? I think so, yeah. I think you look at the Browns roster, they are, they're great on defense. they got two great pass rushers. So they're very good on offense. Baker Mayfield's getting better. They've got two really good running backs and a good offensive line. And so it'll be tight between you know, Cleveland and Baltimore. Pittsburgh will still be in the mix because of Ben Roethlisberger. But I think the edge goes to Cleveland. Last one, AFC East. Is there a pretty big gap for the Bills still? Uh, I think so, yeah, because we'll see where it's going to go for the New England Patriots. Miami's still good, but I think they're more of a wild-card team because we'll see where two is going to go. But, I mean, you look at Buffalo and what Brandon Bean's been able to do as far as roster maneuvers. I mean, don't forget they still could pick up Zach Ertz at tight end. I think that's one of the next moves they're going to make. And so I think right now there's a big edge, and Josh Allen right now looks great. John Clayton, WashingtonPost.com on Twitter. Give him a follow at John Clayton NFL. Always a treat. John, have a great week. Thanks a lot. Okay, Nate. Thanks. Appreciate it. John Clayton on the Nate Brown Show. How about that? His wife from my home state? How about that? How about that? The connection. The connection with John Clayton, um, NFL Insider, the original NFL Insider, one of my favorites, the professor, checking in, WashingtonPost.com. You can find his work there and on Twitter at John Clayton NFL. Any surprises with his division winners? Any surprises? Not necessarily. I would say Seattle's a surprise to me. I don't think Seattle gets that done in the uh, NFC West. 
I don't think they get that done. He's saying Russell Wilson's the guy. Seattle feels like they've fallen off there to me, so I go Rams there. I go Rams there. Um, NFC South, I'm with him. Tampa Bay, okay, so I'm with him there, but I go Rams West. NFC South, I'm with him. Tampa Bay. NFC North, I told you, the Vikings. So people think I'm a Vikings homer, just trying to make you Minnesota sports fans happy. No, I've told you, the Vikings, especially with Rodgers uh, pouting. You know, if Rodgers is pouting, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I don't know if Rodgers is going to be there or not. If he's there, he's going to be pouting. So um, I'm going Vikings, NFC North. NFC East, I'm going Cowboys with John. I'm going Cowboys with John Clayton. Um, We're dialed in today. And then on the AFC, yes, AFC West, Chiefs, okay. AFC South, um, that's interesting to me. I'm going to go Titans. I'm going to go Titans. AFC North, really tight division. I don't think the Browns will win that. Everybody's pumping the Browns. I don't think the Browns will win that. I'll stick with the Ravens. I'll stick with the Ravens there in the AFC North, so I'm going to fade John Clayton there. And the AFC East, it is your Josh Allen-led Buffalo Bills. I'm in agreement. Not a surprise. Just uh, just a couple of differences with me and the professor. We'll see. He's smarter than me. We all know. Lee Sterling's back at it. He's going to make his picks on this show. NBA Finals, UFC. Lee Sterling, NBA Finals, handicapper, Paramount Sports, live on the way. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Nothing beats the quality of the 1994 to 2002 Dodge Ram 2500 4x4 trucks with 5.9 liter Cummins diesel engines. And nobody has a better selection of these great trucks than Quality Motors in Rapid City. With over 35 units on hand, you'll find an amazing truck that'll get the job done for a mere fraction of the price of a new truck. At Quality Motors, Ray is all about top quality trucks with attention to detail a priority. See for yourself at Quality Motors, Samco Plaza off Deadwood Avenue, Rapid City. Call Ray at 605-431-1945. Have you suffered an injury or maybe you're experiencing pain that just won't get better? There's an expert team of physicians right here in Rapid City ready to help you get back in the game. The Rehab Doctors. They're the official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush and they're the team that wants to help you get back on track. You have a choice for your medical care and there's no referral necessary. For pain relief without surgery, take the first step to feeling better. Just go to therehabdoctors.com. Hi, this is Jeremy with Gary's Cakes and Donuts inviting you to kickstart your morning by dropping by and grabbing some fresh donuts. I want to thank you for voting us the best in the Black Hills. We're up early making your favorite donuts, so stop by and bring some to the office. Everybody loves Gary's Cakes and Donuts, and we love you, so stop by, get a great selection, and brighten up your day. Serving Rapid City for over 40 years, Jerry's Cakes and Donuts at 109 East Omaha, and remember to like Jerry's on Facebook for some great giveaways. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the lights. We switch the TV channels. Some of us switch partners while square dancing. Well, that's a stretch. But what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. I'm State Farm agent Scott Carlson right here in Rapid City, and I can switch you over and you can start saving today. Me and my team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. It's easy to switch and save. Just call me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson. Want the real deal? Like a good neighbor? State Farm 
is there? Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years, and you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on a hot Thursday in South Dakota. I will tell you, Fox Sports Rapid City. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show. We're live weekdays 4 to 6. Jam-packed show tonight before game two of the NBA Finals. My daughter's front and center for the NBA Finals. It's a lot of fun to watch, actually. She's eight. She's eight, okay? And she's a Chris Paul fan. It's just wild. It's Chris Paul. And I try and jab her a little bit with some Bucks uh, commentary. But I, t- I told her, uh, I think the Suns are okay, okay? I think the Suns are going to get this done. I've had various uh, NBA writers on. And a lot of people have leaned Bucks now that Giannis is playing, right? So a lot of people have leaned Bucks. I don't think so. How about this guy? This is the expert. That's what we call him. No, he's been really good. Hockey, NBA, baseball. I mean, he's been really good. ParamountSports.com, where you can start there. Handicapper Lee Sterling on before game two and UFC weekend. Uh, Lee Sterling back on here on the Nate Brown Show. Lee, how are you? I'm good. I'm preparing for the game tonight. We have different themes. Uh, so, like on a college Saturday and an NFL Sunday, I have four in my man cave, four seats that almost go all the way back. And we have things like a lot of times, like on a Sunday, we'll have a deli day, go to the Jewish deli, and we'll have, you know, corned beef, roast beef, turkey. Oh. Um, oh. You know, we've got the black and white cookies. I mean, it goes on. It starts in the first game, goes through the Sunday night game. and. Same thing as Saturday. So we're mixing it up. I got a, friend, a couple friends coming over tonight, and we're making a paella. So told you about it all <laughs> off the air before I came on. I so love it. Uh, look it up. I, I don't know if, if many people are familiar with it, but might be my favorite food. So wow. uh, paella. Look it paella. up. Yeah. Uh, you make up make the paella with the yellow rice, and the chicken, and all bunch of other different ingredients, and I can eat it for like three or four days. Just keep heating up. Uh, portions uh, and eating it for lunch and dinner. It is. So. You are a gamer, an absolute gamer. <laughs> that sounds like a good lineup. Um, let's get into this here. I said yeah. I had NBA writers on, and they've tended to lean Bucks to win the series. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start before this series started. How the betting uh, lines were because we didn't know about Giannis. Where were you at yeah. before we got into this thing? Okay, so. Didn't have much of a feel first game because uh, until, you know, a couple hours before, we didn't even know that that Giannis was going to play. So the line was 175 with Phoenix. Now, before he got hurt, it was almost the other way. Milwaukee was going to be a 150 favorite, even though uh, Phoenix had the home court advantage, having the extra game at home. So uh, I liked Phoenix. I still like Phoenix. But I'm actually leaning Milwaukee here in game two. And then mm. take nothing away from Phoenix. I think they're going to win the series. 
I just don't think that, that Milwaukee has anyone that can stop Chris Paul. That's the problem. I mean, you can have other games where other guys can be off a little bit. And, you know, maybe Devin Booker scores from 25 to 35 points. And he's going to do that almost every single game. But when you don't have someone that can change the tempo and change the direction of the game and slow down Chris Paul, that's the problem here for Milwaukee. So I think Giannis will feel more comfortable in this game. Here's a guy that – here's crazy. The first round against Miami – Brian Forbes is unbelievable. They have gotten now he for the first time in a while he went fifty percent or better on his three point shooting. He was two for four. He's got to shoot more. Um, I, I think that they've got to go a little more up tempo and get and get Phoenix in transition. Now take nothing away from Jai Crowder. Know him well from last year here in Miami, but he can't guard Giannis in transition. No one can. So they have to play to their strengths. I actually favor Milwaukee a little bit in game two, plus five. Interesting. Milwaukee plus yep. five. Um, just a lean that way. Let me ask you. I, I looked at this, Lee. I said, hey, before this season kind of got going, the Suns were an unbelievable underdog. How stunning is their run? Just when you look at the, uh, when you look at the line for them. Well, monumental almost. I mean, it's <laughs> they didn't make the playoffs last year. Uh, you know, Chris Paul's been hurt, and and even he got sick. You know, in the last for the last round. So you know, it was a great unknown. Uh, I, I think maybe even the, the most optimistic, even Phoenix Suns fan would have hoped for them winning maybe the first round. I mean, before the season, let's be honest. Uh, but uh, it's just, everything has come together, except for Sark. You know, getting injured. Um, they really haven't, and, and Chris Paul having to miss a couple games because of COVID, they really have not had uh, uh, much bad news this year. Everything came together, and also every other team that they were, you know, that was in front of them, I thought that would have stopped them. Someone like the Lakers, the Clippers, um, or Denver, you know, would have. Uh, uh, probably would have done that. You know, they had major injuries. ParamountSports.com. It's Lee Sterling breaking down game two of the NBA Finals. He leans Bucks plus five. Um, and you said you still lean Suns in the series. How, how do you mm-hmm. see this? Six, seven? Is this going to go? Probably six games. Six games. Six games in yeah. New Orleans Suns. So this is almost imperative for the Bucks. maybe tonight. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're down 0-2. You're in real big trouble. I, I, I can't see any way that they're going to win the series if they lose this game tonight. So I think it's, it's – and the line kind of tells you that, too. They were plus five and a half, six points in game one. Yeah. If yeah. they got blown out, why, why isn't the line more? It just tells you and, – and, and also the motivation. Anytime you lose a game one – uh, the team that loses, you know, can go to the drawing board and come up with maybe some ways to slow down the other team and 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 come up with some other different ways to attack that team. And I, that's what I think Milwaukee's going to do. I think Budenholzer is actually a really good coach. If you watch what he did in the first round uh, against Miami, he came up with a scheme. He knew that Butler just absolutely Jimmy Butler destroyed them last year in that series. So what did he do? Put Giannis on him. So. Um, He'll come up with a couple wrinkles for this game. Okay, any uh, any props, anything like this? Or are you just sitting solid plus five? Just, just sitting solid plus five. I might do some end game wagering, but um, you know, just because there's a game out there doesn't mean I bet it. I mean, uh, there's been a bunch of playoff games I haven't bet. I'm not playing for action. 
uh, I'm a professional better and, you know, I'm looking to provide for my family. So, uh, you know, I've gone, actually, I'm not playing anything in baseball tonight. It's probably mm. the first time this year. Just there's nothing out there that's good enough. I played four games yesterday. There's nothing today. So I'll sit back. Some of my my best plays, Nate, have been when I'm watching games, just watching game, and I have a notepad, and I take notes, and I find something. And I'll use that either for the next game or for a future game I'll see something. That's what, what I think profitable handicappers do. Lee Sterling on. Okay, so NBA Finals Game 2 tonight, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Yeah. Let's go to this weekend. Um, this yeah. is a big one. McGregor's, uh, McGregor's back here. This is a big one. There's some interesting uh, fights on the card. How about UFC uh, in Vegas? What are you looking at? Okay, okay. Uh, one of the prelim fights uh, I like, and it's a guy named Ilya. Tapuria, 10-0, nicknamed El Matador. He's fighting Ryan the Wizard Hall. Ryan Hall is one of the most unorthodox guys you'll ever see. He's a jiu-jitsu expert, not much of a puncher. Actually beat Darren Elkins and BJ Penn. But uh, two guys that have fought two fights each in the UFC. Hall is 36. Tapuria's only 24. Tapuria's going to eventually, I think, fight for the title and probably be a uh, a champion. There's a reason he's minus 230 to 250 in this fight. He's an elite striker. As long as he doesn't get caught, he wins. Everyone loves Sean O'Malley. I mean, Sean O'Malley's a, a lot of fun to watch. I think he's an eventual uh, title holder. The biggest odds we've maybe seen in a couple of years, he's minus 850 to 950. He'll oh. take out uh, his opponent, who uh, is a short, short notice opponent. Um, Probably the strongest selection on the main card I have is the women's fights. Usually I'm not as into it, because, and a lot of people aren't, because you don't see the, the knockouts. But Irene Aldana is, is the favorite here. It's like minus 130. She's fighting Yana Kunastaya. Yana Kunastaya uh, is plus 110. Both of them fought uh, Vieira, and Aldana knocked her out. It was a shocking knockout, and people will remember it. But she really doesn't have knockout power, does Aldana. She's not a grappler. Only two takedowns in her entire uh, UFC career here. She dishes out five and a half strikes per minute, but she does take in six strikes per minute. I think Kunasana is just going to dominate her. I think she's better uh, with her hands. She's better on the ground. She's better grappler. Um, I think the wrong... I uh, usually say the wrong person's favorite. Yeah, the wrong person's favorite, and I like Yana Kunistana here. Uh, plus one ten. I think Craig Hardy's going to go down. Uh, they pick. Oh. They, they have absolutely uh, picked some fighters for him uh, coming into this fight. That tomato cans. You're going to look back five years from now. A lot of times I'll look at cards um, and these fighters and see where they started, and you'll say, "Wow, they fought." Uh, as an early prelim against another real good fighter and both go on to great careers, you're going to look back and you're going to look at the fighters that Greg Hardy fought, and they were hand-picked tomato cans. Like, reminds me of when Ed Tutal Jones used to fight back in the day. Um, so give him credit. I think he is decent, but he's not elite. Um, he's not polished, and I think uh, Tui Vasa is going to – I think not go for the knockout at first. I think he's going to take his legs out here. He's more skilled. I think he'll take his legs out kind of the way uh, Dustin Poirier did in, in the second fight against uh, Conor McGregor. So people think these two guys will brawl. If I'm Tuivasa, I think i take his legs out and then uh, go for the knockout. And then the co-main event, 
that Stephen Wonderboy Thompson against Gilbert Burns. The public, I think, is going to be on Burns because Burns almost knocked out Kamar Usman. Uh, but sometimes after you lose a fight like that, you never come back. And uh, it, sometimes a fight is just a battle of just, you know, the different uh, skills that you have. And I think Wonderboy is just one of these guys that he just wins fights and he's going to find a way with his karate stances. He's orthodox and he goes southpaw. He's pretty slippery here. Um, I think he's going to find a way to win by a decision there. And then the big one, I am not a Conor McGregor fan. I've gone <laughs> against him a couple fights in a row. Okay. I think he's going to find a way to win this fight here. I think he's going to change it up. He made some some mistakes with his stance. He was, he was preparing until, I think, a month beforehand uh, for a boxing match. And not saying he's ever going to you know, put in a four- or five-month training camp. He's just not going to do that at this point in his career. But I think he's going to make some changes, as well Poirier. But I think he'll change his stance. He was leaning too far forward. Uh, he's got enough power. He doesn't need to do it. I think he's going to change his angles. And um, I think he's going to throw a couple wrinkles in with his uh, some, some straight kicks and some different kicks that I, I think are going to do enough. I think in the third round, I'm going to predict he's going to knock out Dustin Poirier. Wow. Wow. And, uh, and I, wasn't, I was not leaning that way. When I studied the fight beforehand, so it even shocks me that I'm even <laughs> predicting that, that Connor is going to win, but I think he's going to find a way to, to somehow come out on top. Lee, you guys do a great job. ParamountSports.com. Um, little quick question. UFC, how yeah. big is it when it comes to the betting market? Is it getting bigger? It, yeah. Uh, so let me give you an example. So two years ago, we tried to sell it in the fall. One of the gentlemen on my staff is a former fighter. He trains an American top team, which is another story in itself. The owner, uh, Lambert, Dan Lambert of American top team. Did you, I'm sure you saw where he yes, donated. Yes. The University of Miami I talked players. about that. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Going to get six, it's going to get $6,000. So, um, that being the case. Yeah. I just think that, um, uh, I, 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 I really like, uh, what I see here and, I think it's gonna. I think that's gonna be a great story going in. So interesting. Um, yeah, should UFC's yeah, should gotten bigger for you. It's gotten oh, bigger. It, it, it went so big that two years ago we tried to sell it two weeks in a row, and I had I think two sales one week and four or five the next week. When it came back in June of last year, within two weeks we had over a hundred people bought the UFC card. Hmm. Mm. And, and, it's, and, it, and it may not have been as, as big as it was then, but uh, I'm averaging probably 50 to 75 people a week that want to buy it. So pretty strong. And I think a lot of people came back. A lot of people were introduced to it that maybe weren't familiar with it. And I think they see it as more interesting than boxing. I, I used to be a boxing fan. But yeah, I'm a boxing you can fan. Watch a, I am. Yeah. Okay. I used to walk around. I'm 58. Used to walk around with a ring magazine inside my books and get in trouble in school for memorizing, you know, the top ten in every single weight class. But I have trouble watching a boxing match now. If you watch enough UFC and you really get into it, uh, I just think that the different styles and the different ways you could be losing, you know, for for two and a half rounds, and all of a sudden you pull right. a move, you can right. win. I just think it's more interesting, and I think the fans. Um, you know, just by look at look at crypto.com, just 
just uh, they're going to pay over a hundred and I think it's one hundred and seventy-five million dollars for ten years just to have Crypto.com on on the walkout shirts and all the different merchandise. Just shows you how big it is. I, I don't think I don't boxing could get $50 million from any company right now. Yeah, that's interesting. And by the way, McGregor moves the needle quite a bit. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Let me give you an example. So I have a friend who owns an Irish bar in New York City. He said that by 11 a.m. in the morning, the card starts at 6.15, every seat in the house will be taken wow. ready for the fight. Wow. Yeah. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Game 2 NBA Finals, UFC in Vegas this weekend. ParamountSports.com on a Thursday. Lee, always good, man. Enjoy it. You too. Buddy. Thanks Take a lot. Care. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. Lee Sterling, one of the best uh, handicappers, ParamountSports.com. He goes, McGregor. McGregor. Conor McGregor on the UFC main card. Um, and then he goes, Milwaukee Bucks tonight, plus five. And I kind of, I kind of like that too. I think, I think this is going to be a tight series. I really do. And I think the Bucks win. I think they win. You know, he, he goes plus five. So, <laughs> listen to Lee Sterling there, um, live from Miami. I think the Bucks could win tonight uh, in Game Two at seven o'clock Mountain Time. The Nate Brown Show moves forward on a Thursday with. Uh, by the way, we got a we got a UFC fan on the Barron's Wilson text line. He went he went through the fights, gave out some predictions himself. So that's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, listener text, I love golf. Okay. <laughs> That's good to know as well. Um, my question of the day is, if you haven't heard it, question of the day is, I don't talk hardly any UFC on this program. That's like the most UFC we've talked just right there just now with Lee Sterling. And that was really good because he's like, boom, 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 boom uh, for the UFC fights this weekend, Saturday in Vegas. And I said, am I missing a big sports topic? You know? Conor McGregor's a massive brand, massive name. UFC, the weekends, the fights. Am I missing a big sports topic? That's my question of the day for you. 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. You let me know. Here's the results. 63% say no, you're not interested. 63%. 37% say yes, you're missing it. There's a big audience out there. And I still feel very niche, very niche. Um, with that. Coming back with Mike McFeely as we move forward on a Thursday. He's a writer for In Forum in Fargo. And he wrote a piece on how the college football season may have some bumps still as the as we get set a month away from the fall season. Mike McFeely on that breakdown next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Hello, this is Robbie at Bargain Barn Tire Pros. At Bargain Barn Tire Pros, we are what we like to call your one-stop vehicle shop. Some of you don't realize that we're more than just a tire shop. We are a full-service center. We do brakes, shocks, alignments, and we also do exhaust. So if your vehicle is loud or making a squeak, call the pros at Tire Pros. 1610 Campbell Street, 1811 Deadwood Avenue, or look us up on the web at BarganBarnTire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Mainly clear skies tonight with a chance for scattered storms. Lows level off around 64. South winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance for scattered thunderstorms again tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 89. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Scattered thunderstorms likely tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 61. Cloudy skies expected. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, 87. 
physical therapy, athletic training, and sports science all at one place. Physio in Rapid City. Dr. Dan Jensen and his team at Physio are ready to help you perform at your best. From the youth athlete to the active adult, trust the team at Physio. Physio offers the skilled, personalized approach to physical therapy and athletic training. Building the best athletes in the Black Hills as the official strength and conditioning provider for Stevens Central and the Rapid City Rush. Learn more at bhphysio.com. One of the best attributes of a trust is that you get to say how you want things to happen. I think that is one thing we set ourselves apart in is really getting to know people. We get really involved with with people as far as what their needs are and what their family is like. In the end, it's all about our clients, our customers. It's about how we can make things best for them. They aren't a number, they're a person. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in your sports, your show, the Nate Brown Show on a Thursday. We're in the drive at five already on a Thursday. How about that? Coming up, Doug Ottawill live from Denver Mile High Sports. He's on the way. Major League Baseball All-Star Game next week. And some headlines there with some players skipping the All-Star Game. I've, I've offered my thoughts on the All-Star Games, NBA, Major League Baseball, uh, NFL. I mean, they're a disaster now. Major League Baseball All-Star Game used to be so good, so good. And now we have players seeing it as a burden rather than an honor, okay? And I say, we just just pull the plug, pull the plug. Um, we'll get into it. Doug Ottawa coming up. Mike McFeely's on tonight, columnist, inforum.com. Fargo Moorhead, inforum.com. He covers the bison and more. Wrote an interesting column on the Missouri Valley as we get set for football, right? A month away, close to it. And we're going to have some bumps along the way like uh, we had in the spring season with the COVID situation. Well, uh, let's get him on. Mike McFeely back on the Nate Brown Show. Mike, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm old enough to remember when Pete Rose ran over Ray Fossey and ruined Ray's shoulder and ruined his career. And that was in an all-star game. Yeah. So, so think, think about how far or how, how far we've come or regressed in the last 50 years, I guess it's been 40 years, that the all-star game used to be it in the middle of the summer. And now uh, I agree with you. They just pull the plug in the whole thing. What's happened? I, I, I mean, I opened my show with it, um, and, and I just say, okay, I'm not that old school, but I feel like the old guy yelling at the clouds these days um, because the all-star game, Major League Baseball, that was a really good all-star game. Pro Bowls really declined. NBA all-star game really declined. Major League Baseball is like, this is still a game, and now it's starting to feel like a burden. What's happened from the old days to today? Uh, money, I would guess, right? It's, uh, as the money has increased, and I don't begrudge players for making as much money as they can. That's, that's, uh, it's a capitalism uh, society, and owners are making billions, and so players should make tens of millions. I don't mind that at all. But when you're talking about you know, that much money at stake, I think that the, uh, the players say, is it really worth it to me when I have all this other stuff going on and I can make 
a bunch of money doing many things, and this this game just doesn't mean anything to me anymore, and it just doesn't matter. It's a doesn't burden, it kind of not an honor, to, right? It's a, I right, said it's a burden, right. not yeah. an honor. And doesn't it feel also like like players in modern sports are way more friendly than they used to be? That, that there's, I mean, it, it used to be a huge thing for the American League to play the National League. I oh, mean, yeah. it was, yeah. you know, I mean, Ted, Ted Williams hit a famous home run to win an all-star game for the American League, and you would have thought that he, that he hit a home run to win the seventh game of the World Series. Right. I mean, he was jumping around the bases, and it was incredible. Ted Williams was doing that for an all-star game, and... And now it's it's just it just things evolve. I, I'm not that offended by it or hurt by it. And I'm I'm in my mid fifties, and I'm I'm trying to not be the old man yelling at the clouds. <laughs> although I still sometimes do it in real life and, and otherwise. But you know, it, it, the, sports have evolved, and baseball just isn't what it once was anyway. I can barely watch modern baseball. Speaking of being an old man yelling at the cloud, because it's so horrifically boring. That's no fun to watch anymore. But but I, I got it, you, know, you on still that. Baseball. I, I just say, yeah, hey, I, uh, oh, Jose Altuve said, well, I just need a break. Um, Carlos Correa, he said, no, nah, I'm going to take a break too. And Jacob DeGrom, who's a pitcher, said, I'm, I'm going to take a break. And I say, well, fans voted for these guys. And, you know, if I had a 10-year-old son and, you know, we voted, we're going to go to the game and then guys bail, that's kind of tough, kind of tough. I mean, it is what it is. But yeah. Um, yeah, it is. let me get into this. Uh, Missouri Valley, you had an interesting piece, Inforum.com columnist Mike McFeely on tonight. Missouri Valley football's getting set. We're going to watch Jackrabbits, USD, uh, NDSU. We're, we're gonna, everything's going to be normal, right? Everything's going to be normal. And you say with vaccination rates and the protocols in place now, we may have more bumps along the way. What do you think's going to happen? Well, that's, that's a good question. And I, yeah, nobody knows exactly what's going to happen. But as we stand right now, we know after I talked with Missouri Valley Football Conference Commissioner Patty Viverito that they are discussing COVID-19 protocols and they are discussing testing because, I mean, <laughs> even though you wouldn't know it, we're not out of the pandemic completely yet. And there are still millions of Americans who have not been vaccinated. And that includes a whole lot of football players and athletes in other sports as well, as we learned during the College World Series. And if they put testing in place again, which it sounds like they're going to, after mm. talking with Patty earlier right? this week, it, it, I, mean, I, mean, well, I mean, they're discussing testing protocols. And so if they're discussing them and they're talking about trying to get these teams to an 85% vaccination rate to avoid being tested, that tells me that it's at least on the plate of college sports. And so if they do that, if they test again and players start turning up positive, which is a possibility, then we're, then we're going to be in the same mess we were in last fall and this spring, and especially this spring in FCS football, because you know what a mess that was, even though people don't want to admit it. It was a mess. And so are we going to be back down that road again this fall with games being called off and teams having to forfeit or no contest being called? They're that, at least talking about it. That's I mean, they a are mess. Discussing. That's a mess. Hey, I have a question as a fan, Mike. Here, here's my question. Um in, in Missouri Valley, or, or let's just say Big Ten, whatever it is, let's treat the conferences the same. 
They're, we're going to test, and I've got tickets, and we're going to pack Memorial Stadium for the Huskers. We're going to pack it, or we're going to pack the Fargo Dome. We're going to pack. I bought tickets, and we're good to go. Hey, sorry, game's canceled. Um, I don't think fans are going to roll with this. I don't. Well, but what choice do colleges have? Again, we're going to refund tickets again. We're going to refund all this stuff yeah. again. They're, they're, yes, they're going to have to. Yep, and that's and that's why they're pushing hard to get as many players vaccinated as they can. The reason that I thought about this, and the reason why I thought about calling the league office, was because in the news this week is the fact that Springfield, Missouri, which is home of Missouri State University, which is a member of the Valley, Springfield, Missouri, right now is a COVID hotspot yeah, with saw the that. Delta variant, and. Springfield, Missouri, as we speak, has more people hospitalized with COVID right now than they had at the height of the pandemic. And they're running out of ventilators in Springfield, Missouri. And so if that's the case, and the players at Missouri State are only vaccinated at a, you know, pick your number, 30% rate, 40%, 20%, whatever that number is, I don't know. Well, you can't put college football players in harm's way with the with the virus, whether whether we think it's a serious thing for young healthy athletes or not, colleges aren't going to be able to take that chance. You know, what's, for liability reasons, if nothing else. Uh, Mike McFeely, and so they're, they're, they're going to have to test. Inforum.com, his piece is up there. Inforum.com columnist talking Missouri Valley and what the plan may be for, uh, for the fall sports lineup. You know what's going to happen, though? Some of these smaller universities, um, I'll even throw USD in there maybe. SDSU, I think, did okay. NDSU did fine. These smaller folks in the Missouri Valley, they, they have to cancel games and no fans. They're going to be toast. They're going to be toast. Possibly, yep. And that's the, and all of this are things that need to be discussed, and nobody seems to want to think about it or talk. And I understand why, because it's, it's July, and we're, we're we think that we're you know past the pandemic, and I think we're certainly past the worst of it. And we're hoping that everything can be as normal as possible. And schools are coming out every day saying we're back to 100 percent capacity. Right, and they right. did that in Fargo a couple weeks ago, saying, "Yep, we're going to fill the Fargo Dome, and tailgating is a hundred percent a go, and we're going to have nineteen thousand people inside the Fargo Dome." But we just keep forgetting that the virus is still out there, even though it's in lower numbers. We we can all read the stats; it's still a thing. And so, how are they going to handle this? These athletic Patty budgets. Said that, that, Patty Vivrigo said uh, that the the vaccination rates right now among Missouri Valley Conference schools rank from 20% to 70%. Mm. And the NCAA, the, the chief medical officer of the NCAA, is probably going to come out and say that if teams can get to 85%, they won't have to be tested during the season. Now, the NCAA, of course, isn't, they can't control what the conferences do, but they do run the championships. And it would behoove everybody to to go by the guidelines the best they can, I guess. But I don't see how schools are going to get to 85% vaccination rate if some are at 20%. And Patty said that the Valley, from what she's heard, is not even the worst in FCS in terms of percentages. She knows that at least one of the conference where the numbers are just completely pathetic when it comes to vaccination rate for players. 
Interesting. I, I think some of these athletic budgets, and I, you know, people say, well, you talk about budget or whatever. I'm just telling you, some of these barely survived one year, okay, at the FCS level. And then if you have games canceled and things going on, and um, that hurts Missouri Valley institutions. It really does. The big boys, I think, will be fine. Say big boys, NDSU, SDSU for the most part. But um, it'll be interesting. What's the Missouri Valley going to do with their protocol? What are they going to do? We're, we're a month away. Mike McFeely well, on. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, they they have not decided yet. And Pat right, said they, right. nothing is final. They they don't know, but they are talking about it. It is in the minutes of the president's council meeting that they had a couple weeks ago. But they they do have a game August twenty eighth, I believe. It's a week zero game. Indiana State is involved with, and so they're going to have to come up with something before that. And and maybe I, I don't know. I'm this is all spitballing because Patty didn't have any final answers for me. But but maybe. Leagues just say, you know what, we're, we're just not going to do this. We're just going to just pretend it doesn't exist. I don't know how they can, again, in terms of liability, because if some kid gets COVID and, you know, either dies or has some long-lasting effects, and again, we know the chances of young people that happening is not great, but it is possible. Um, I don't know what the Valley's going to do. I don't know what other leagues are going to do. I understand that, that FBS leagues – are having a better success rate. But, I mean, you know, if you look around FCS, if the Missouri Valley, which is, the, I think we all agree, the top league in FCS, if they're having a problem with vaccinations, then how do you get the Southland to get vaccinated? How do you get the, the Big South to get vaccinated? How do you get the Ohio Valley to get vaccinated at a rate of 85% or better? I I don't know that it's going to happen. Boy, it's something to watch. I will tell you that. And it's coming quickly. It's coming quickly. Um, good stuff tonight. Mike McFeely, always good to have you on. Uh, find him on Twitter at McFeely underscore Inforum. That's where you can follow him there and Inforum.com for uh, his work. Mike, always great. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Talk to you later. Appreciate it. Uh, Mike McFeely on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Um, there's two things going on. Two things going on. Missouri Valley and, and the Big Ten and, and whoever are trying to say, hey, we need to get things in line and, and get athletes uh, so we don't have to do the strict protocols. Okay? <laughs> so that's what they're trying to do. That's what they're trying to do. You don't want to have to do testing every day, right? It's just like the leagues. It's just like the NFL, the PGA, the whole thing. You don't want to have to do the strict protocols, right? So you got to get your vaccine, and then we can everything can be normal. A problem being the rate is not going to be as high, my projection, as they need. And so then you're going to stick with the strict protocols, and then you're going to have problems, potentially. What do I mean by problems? One player gets COVID, and then you got a problem. Okay, as we had this whole past year. The pulse of this country right now is we're ready to move forward. you got to get on the same page. We can't be having full stadiums and then canceling games. I mean, you can't do it. I mean, isn't that right? We can't be having, hey, full stadiums. And the fans aren't getting tested. I mean, something's not uh, correlating there. Okay. Something said so. I understand the leagues and the conferences trying to push. I don't know if you're going to hit that magic number, and then are you going to make the call still to have the strict protocols in place 
and then the Husker Ohio State game gets canceled. Whoops. Well, we had a full, uh, <laughs> a sold out crowd again for the Huskers here at Memorial Stadium. Oh, we're not going to play. A uh, refund for everybody. What a mess. What a mess. We're, we're a month away from getting things cranked up. Um, let's get to the drive at five really quick. I've got Doug Ottawell coming on live from Denver, Mile High Sports, one of my favorite guests, Doug Ottawell on tap. But i got to hit this really quick uh, for you. So college athletes can now get paid off of endorsement sponsorships. What does it mean for high school athletes? We're a big high school state. We cover a lot of high school sports. I have some information today of what it means for high school athletes. Do you think this is right? That's next. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Gear up for nonstop rodeo action as Wild West Wednesday's Rough Stock and Barrel Saddle Series returns to Hard Ranch Camping Resort. Show your support for our nation's brave men and women in blue during Wednesday, July 14th, Law Enforcement Appreciation Night. Law enforcement personnel can also purchase tickets for only $5. The Hard Ranch Rodeo Gates open at 5 with happy hour specials, entertainment, food trucks, clothing vendors, and a mechanical bull. The rodeo performance fun begins at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss it. Tickets available at hrresort.org or at the gate. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Hi, this is Rihanna Wicket with Elevate Performance. We want you to know that not all physical therapy is the same. So when you need care, choose a team that delivers the best results. At Elevate Performance, you will receive one-on-one care with a doctor of physical therapy. We won't shuffle you in and shuffle you out. We are currently seeing new patients from youth athletes to grandparents. At Elevate Performance, we help you live life to the fullest by fusing healthcare and fitness. Come and experience personalized care and physical therapy unlike any other at Elevate Performance, your movement doctor. Online at elevateperformancesd.com. Hello everyone, this is Todd Singh with Singh Contracting. I'm here to remind you it's time to get that roof done. So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll give you our own estimate, separate from insurance, so you can make sure they're taking care of you. Call today, 343-ROOF. That's 343-7663. Or visit us at singcontracting.com. Don't delay, call today. Bye! No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Here's some free financial advice from Pro Auto Care. Regular service and preventative vehicle maintenance always pays off big time. With regular Pro Auto Care service and maintenance, you'll extend the lifespan of your vehicle. And that means more miles and more years of use from your vehicle investment. That's just good economy. It's simple financial advice. You take care of your vehicle, and your vehicle takes care of you for a longer time. From oil changes to brakes, tires, and major repairs, see Tom at Pro Auto Care. Open as usual at 1891 Rand Road, Rapid City. 
In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. Hi, it's Colin Cowart. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, 10 to 1, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Thursday, some thunderstorms in the area. You may notice. Heads up, heads up out there. The Drive at 5 on the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Your sports, your show from the biggest national names. The local sports newsmakers, we try and get you covered here. We don't record, repeat a lot of stuff like in the live show. So if you miss parts of the show, the podcast is always up and ready. We upload the podcast where you get your podcast. You can find us all over Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. It's all out there. The Nate Brown Show. So if you miss parts of the show, uh, check it out. We had John Clayton on uh, earlier, the professor, the original NFL insiders. Good stuff. Gave us his NFL divisional winners here as we get set for, you know, we're coming up on preseason football a month away. How about that? Uh, John Clayton gave us some winners. Check out the Nate Brown Show podcast. You can get us there on demand. Doug Ottawa's coming up live from Denver. Mile High Sports, he's on tap. What's his take on? He's going to the All-Star game. We just had uh, three players pull out today. Three players skipping the All-Star game. I've got my own thoughts there. That's coming up. Todd Mackin, Rapid City Rush president. He's on the way this hour as well. Busy show. Um, let's touch on this uh, really quick. Touch on this. So we know the NCAA um, is now allowing the name, image, and likeness scenario endorsement sponsorships. Um, for college athletes to monetize their success and their brands and profit uh, from their own name, image, and likeness. I've been a supporter of that. I know there's people every which way on it, but uh, I've been a supporter of that. The NCAA, on this name, image, and likeness, people have been trying to wonder, okay, this is for college athletes, right? This is for college athletes. But the NCAA has said... Follow this. For high school athletes, okay? Here's here's what it says. NIL opportunities may not be used as a recruiting inducement, but prospective student athletes may engage in the same types of sponsorship opportunities available to current college student athletes. Did you follow me on that? Follow that that's the statement here. Prospective student athletes may engage in the same types of NIL sponsorship opportunities available to current college student athletes. That that means high school. <laughs> what what else would it? Prospective student athletes. That's prospective. It may not be used as a recruiting tool. <laughs> okay, so you know you can't have Tom's business say. Uh, to a high school kid, hey, if you come here, you're going to get this. Oh, yeah, winky face, winky face. Um, you know, okay, so what do you think of that? That has gotten the attention of the National Federation of High School Association, okay? 
That has gotten the attention of the NFHS. They are the national governing body for high school activities. And they say today, no way, no how. So, so they're clarifying this because the NCAA is getting into a little bit of a dicey situation. By, by throwing that around on, on the NIL, saying prospective student-athletes, as far as the NCAA is concerned, well, you, you can you know, engage in some of this stuff too. The NFHS says no way, and they wrote a long statement today, a long statement saying current high school student-athletes, here's capital letters, all capital letters, cannot earn money as a result of their connection to their high school team. Okay. They say it's not our position to debate the merits of current college athletes, but current high school students cannot earn money. Okay? The, very simply, the privilege afforded millions of boys and girls to play sports in high school and to participate in activities is not work. It's part of the overall high school experience. And so they're telling you, you will be ineligible in your state for high school sports. So so we heard that here. I don't think we're going to have to worry about that too much in South Dakota, okay? Uh, but, you know, they're, they're, we stumble along every now and then a Matthew Morse. A Matthew Morse. One of the bigger high school names you would hear, right? Played since he was an eighth grader, state champion, the whole thing, right? One of the top scorers in all time in South Dakota. So Matthew Morse out of Yankton. You think about there's been some big names along the way. We don't have to worry about it too much in the state of South Dakota. I don't think people are going to be running to uh, sign deals, so I'm not going to get too wound up. But I did think on the high school front, what does it mean for high schoolers? I'm not talking necessarily South Dakota. I'm talking about LeBron James' son. How about that? Bronny James. So, Bronny James, big brand, big name. You believe he could sign some deals? Oh, you better believe that. You better believe that. So, what the NFHS is saying, hey, you're one of those five-star kids. You're a big name. You're on national TV. You're on all these videos on Instagram and everything like this. you got a big brand. You cannot earn money in high school. We're telling you that makes you ineligible for your high school team. The NFHS trying to get a control on, hey, this doesn't go down to the high school. The NCAA is doing their own thing. This doesn't go down to the high school. Do you think that's right? Do you think the NFHS is right in saying, name, image, likeness, high school, ruins your uh, eligibility, no way, no how? I had a uh, uh, friend of mine today say, well, isn't this, uh, hey, you're 16, you can work full time, you can get benefits, okay? Why not? If you're 16, if that's the rules in the workplace, maybe that should be okay in the sports workplace, so to speak. And that's what the NFHS is saying. High school sports is not seen as your workplace, so to speak. But that's what some people all want to argue today is why are we limiting name, image, and likeness for 16, 17, 18-year-old kids if you're going to allow it now in the college level who should you allow it in the high school level? Boy, what a uh, what a deal. What a deal. Listener text coming in on this. Listener text, what is the definition of an amateur athlete anymore? <laughs> I, he said, I couldn't do it. What's the definition of an amateur athlete? Um, a South Dakota high school athlete. 
That's why I love South Dakota high school sports, right? It's still still pure here, right? We're all mostly still pure, not out for this, that, this, that. I, I think. I think. That's interesting. Interesting. Doug Ottawell's next, live from Denver Mile High Sports. He's going to the Major League Baseball All-Star Game, Coors Field, next week. Players have pulled out today. Why? Should we just bag this whole thing? That's next. The Nate Brown Show. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has a five-step lawn care program to make your lawn the best it can be. Let Warren take care of your lawn weeds, plus five applications of fertilizer and micronutrients for a green, healthy lawn. We also offer lawn aeration to help your lawn breathe. Warren's five-step lawn pro service is the original lawn service company in Rapid City. Single applications of weed and feed or just lawn weeds are also available. Call Warren Chemical and Equipment Company for an estimate on our five-step lawn care program for your lawn. Phone 342 Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Mainly clear skies tonight with a chance for scattered storms. Lows level off around 64. South winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance for scattered thunderstorms again tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 89. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times. Scattered thunderstorms likely tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 61. Cloudy skies expected. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Right now, 87. All right, it's summer in the Black Hills, and if you're looking for the best place to have a cold one with the best selection, the number one place in Rapid City is Poor 54 downtown. This is my new favorite spot with 54 taps of craft beer from South Dakota and regional breweries, plus cider, wine, and hard seltzer. Poor 54 has three levels with the great sports area upstairs. With Detroit-style pizza and great appetizers, there's just no place like it in Rapid City. you got to hit Poor 54 downtown at 615. Main Street. We're all going somewhere. Going higher, faster, farther. Going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring. Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health slash orthopedics. Here's what customers are saying about Anytime Auto Sales service and detail. John Gordon, Rapid City. I was just looking for a pickup to pull my camper, and a lot of us this day and age look to the Internet. I did some research on their website. Everything that you would want to know about a vehicle before you arrive is available on that website that I find bar none one of the best. When it came to their service department, Anytime Auto Sales provides me with an exceptional automotive experience. It was like a valet type of service when I'd pull my pickup, pull my cars. The guys would get out, they'd greet me, they'd grab my vehicle, and I just found the experience to be exceptionally easy. I found their integrity and honesty to be above anybody else that I've experienced, and I'll come here every time. For the best in automotive sales and service, see Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail, corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota. Anytime Auto Sales. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back 
weekend, the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. National Federation of High School Association says today high school athletes cannot take part in this sponsorship endorsement name, image, and likeness stuff. Leave that to the NCAA. So the NFHS says no way. You do this and you are ineligible in your local or in your state high school association. You are in. <laughs> uh, people all over the map on this people all over the map i'm an nil uh, proponent i think it's right i think it's right i've always said a normal college student can make money in many ways but the athletes got hosed and so i think this is right and there's a lot of it's going to be some hiccups along the way i understand and a listener text coming in on the high school front and i think this guy's right on the high school front people you know they say this sounds terrible it sounds bad listener text coming in same thing i've said about about colleges he says average high school student can make money from YouTube or something so why can't the athletes in high school you see I mean that's the problem Tom Dick and Harry on their YouTube channels can do all sorts of things I mean my daughter keeps telling me she wants a YouTube channel I say huh come on um, and then I get a look what what dollar signs can she make there <laughs> no I'm just kidding that's off limits off limits don't even think about it um, but the YouTube, the average student can do this in high school, but then the athletes today got shut down. Right? So they get shut down on this. And that's why I say, like LeBron James' son, that's a big brand. He's, he could have offers like you wouldn't believe. And they're saying, no, the high school front, you're ineligible. And so uh, I, I guess we'll see. Doug Ottawa's in today from Denver, milehighsports.com, and he's here on the Nate Brown Show. Doug, I'm sure you were an unbelievable athlete in Colorado, and you would have had name, image, and likeness deals lined up, but you would have got shut down in high school. Is that right or wrong? Well, uh, I would like to meet the uh, responsible business owner that would have given Doug Oddwell, the can't-walk-and-chew-gum at the same time sophomore in high school, a nickel, much less anything that the IRS would be interested in. So Okay, so yeah, you were out I mean, anyway. You were out anyway. How about this, though? I'm saying, like, hey, Valor Christian, isn't that the big school down there? Like, hey, I'm a star at Valor, and uh, I might be able to get a deal on this. The high school national federation today saying, no way, can't do it. Um, where do you think uh, this is going to go? Well, I think that that it, here's my take, and and my dad used to actually be the commissioner of the Colorado High School Activities Association. Wow! So wow! I think he he would have he probably would have backed this, but my guess is, just in many conversations over the years, he probably would be opposed to making any kind of statement about it, because once you put that out there, then all of a sudden everybody's on heightened alert. I mean, you know. Did your job at the Dairy Queen as an athlete, which every high school kid has at some point in their, you know, high school days, like all of a sudden is that being scrutinized because the guy that owns the Dairy Queen won state back in 79 and he wants to give you a little extra? I mean, yeah. it's just one of those things. I mean, you don't think that in Texas high school football that some of the elite athletes are getting a little something somewhere? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's wild. It, it really is. But National Federation came out, they, they, capital letters, current high school student-athletes, capital letters, cannot earn money. Um, our member state associations have rules in place that prohibit student-athletes from receiving money in any form connected to their school. Um, well, and, and I think that, you know, you bring up the example of LeBron James' kid. That's, 
I mean, look, that's not because he's a great basketball player. I mean, he's a very good basketball player, but he's making that money because he's LeBron James's son. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Like, there's a lot of great athletes in high school that might have a you know few thousand YouTube followers or Instagram followers or whatever, but you know I don't see companies lining up to give them big time endorsement deals. But I don't know. I, there could be some me, though. I'm, your, I'm saying there could be some. Um, yeah, sure. There there could be some, and and what this uh, what they're trying to say is hey. College, okay, they're doing their own thing. In high school, we want to keep this amateur. I, I just wonder how slippery of a slope this is going to get. Yeah, we'll, well, I guess we'll see. They're trying to shut it down uh, right away today uh, on the high school front. Um, you know, I, I grew up in Montana, and I just couldn't I couldn't get a deal. You know, I played in a state championship <laughs> game, but I just couldn't get a deal. Um, let me. I worked at McDonald's, okay? I, I don't there. even think my orthodontist would have given me a deal. You know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, maybe, let, hey, Ottawa, maybe when you get past the JV level, you know, that kind of thing. I let me, I, I'm interested, man. Your dad was the commissioner of the Colorado State High School Association. That's interesting. We'll have to discuss yeah. that sometime. Um, let me get this. You're going to the all-star game okay so i wanted to have you on coors field next week you're going to the all-star game i don't love players now skipping and it's happening more we had three today jose altuve carlos correa jacob Degrom. they're out and uh it's not injury so to speak it's it's altuve said I, i'm just taking a break i need a break um it used to not happen. I love the Major League Baseball All-Star game back in the day. It was it was actually competitive. I think the best All-Star game in any sport. Um, what do you make of guys skipping more today than we ever saw, really? Right. I mean, I there, there's part of me that when, you know, an NBA guy wants to or an NFL player wants to, I totally get it because I think the games are a joke. They you are. run a they higher are. risk of getting injured in baseball. I mean, is there an easier sport to not get hurt than baseball? I mean, and I love baseball, but in general, you play the game one way. You're, you're, you're not going to go Pete Rose, kill the catcher if you don't want to get hurt, and no one's really going to do that in 2021 anyway. Um, is there an outside chance you get hit by a fastball? I mean, maybe, but, like, how much – wear and tear is there for playing one extra baseball game. And, and maybe it's not that. Maybe it's, hey, it's the parties and the whatever, but are you telling me Jose Altuve is going to go home and just Netflix for four days? I mean, I just don't buy this. I mean, it just seems like a seems like a um, sort of a disrespectful to the game, the game of baseball, not just the All-Star game. I mean, if you're good enough to be named an all-star, I think it's an honor. I mean, would would any of the, you know, the famous guys, the Hall of Famers, the Cal Ripkins of the world, would they ever say, nah, I just need a break. It's not worth See, it. See, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Ozzie Smith, Cal Ripken, and I'm not the old guy yelling. I try, I try not to be, but there is a shift here, and fans vote you in, and I almost say now, uh, like you're going to the game, you want to see the stars. I mean, Otani could do the same thing, and I wonder what people would say too. I mean, I mean, everybody could. Hey, I don't want to play, um, and it and it turns into a mess. I say fans vote you in. They see it as a burden now. Some of these guys, not an honor. That that's a that's a big uh, difference. I think baseball is the most tone deaf sport going. And and before I say that, I will say one thing. I understand a little bit 
if Jacob DeGrom doesn't want to come here and pitch. I understand if a pitcher doesn't want to come to Coors Field and pitch way more than anybody else. That said, you're still only throwing an inning. That's inning what I mean. The Grubs got I mean, an inning. They're going to go an inning. They're going to go an inning. By yeah, the way, Altuve, like and Cor- gonna... Altuve and Correa, they're not going to play the whole game. I mean, guys are in and out. They, you know, it's not like you play the whole game anymore. I don't think it's that big a deal. I, I think you, no. fans vote you in. I think you should go and play. Well, I think that that's that's you make a great point with Otani because everyone here is extremely excited to watch him play because it's just a rare treat to see somebody with that kind of ability in two totally different respects. And, you know, look, the, the athletes, and this goes across all sports, athletes that feel like, Hey, I'm tired. Uh, this isn't part of my job description, whatever. They all, and I, and I do sound like the old guy yelling from the yard, but, like, who pays their paycheck? It's fans. And, sure, the team does, the owners do, whatever. But why are these why are these – why is owning a sports franchise so lucrative? Because fans are bananas. They'll pay anything for anything, game tickets, jerseys, TV. I mean, you know, it's – you're basically – biting the hand that feeds you and saying, hey, thanks for this lifestyle where I can make millions and millions and millions of dollars over the course of my career. But, you know, I'm just kind of worn out. I mean, can you imagine doing that in your job or my job? I mean, (laughs) we wouldn't do that and we don't make a tenth of what these guys make. Not a hundredth of what these guys make. It's just, it's insane. I think it's a a tough one. I mean, you're going to go to the game – it's going to be fun. I mean, it's a great experience. Colorado, Coors Field, All-Star Games. It's a great thing. But I do say, let's say it's Otani who might be the most sought after. He, he gets all, you know, let's say he did this. I think there would be quite a bit of reaction. I think there would I be. I, I'm going to skip. I think people would be up in arms, and it's kind of a little, well, Altuve, Correa, DeGrom, yeah, it's okay. And, but I say it's a slippery slope, and I think it starts like the kids skipping the bowl games. Then everybody does it, and I just wonder where this goes. We shall see. We shall see. I think you might get more and more every year. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me. That's just that's the modern athlete. And, and there's part, like you mentioned the bowl games. That I actually understand. I don't like it because it's not as fun as it used to be when I was a kid and I wanted to watch all the best players in the best bowl games. But I also understand that if that kid gets hurt, he's not just right. I mean, we're talking about a, a real life, full contact football game. He's potentially. Well, I always think of McCaffrey because he was the one that didn't want to play in the bowl game. I mean, if he goes down with a knee injury in that game, he's missing out on literally hundreds of millions. Yes, life changing. Yes. Are you going to get hurt by jacking around in a baseball game that's you know not? Hey, you're breaking up a double play with your face, kind of game. Like, no, you're. It's, I think you go you play for the fans. Swing, you still throw, but th- yeah, it's. I on, do. I do. I think you go play for the fans. Last question. It's the toughest one for Doug Ottawa. MileHighSports.com. He's going to the All Star Game next week at Coors. If Altuve was there, would Doug Ottawa send him some booze? Would we have seen some booze from Mister Ottawa? <laughs> I'm not much of a booer in general. But uh, okay. he would right. get them. He oh. definitely would get them. Maybe and, not from you. Well, you know, it, I think 
the thing, and, and I, I actually I think that plays way more into a guy like Altuve's decision than rest. I think it's yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to an All Star <laughs> game, and everyone there is going to boo me amongst my you know contemporaries who are all superheroes in in kids' eyes and whatever. I'm I'm the one that their dad goes, that guy's a cheater. I mean, he gets it on every road game all year long. I can't think that yeah, that could have factored be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. That's- got to be a little embarrassing when you're being honored for being good yet there's not a soul in the stadium that likes you i mean that's there i do have some empathy for that but i also don't because hey you don't have to cheat if you don't want to no i get that i I think they should have played altuve correa uh, the Astros, they're out. DeGrom, I give a little bit of a, a a pass. He's had some arm issues, and so pitchers, maybe a little bit of a pass, but you know, it'd be one inning, and it'd be quick uh, the way he pitches. Uh, Doug Ottawa, Mile High Sports. Enjoy the All-Star game, buddy. We'll talk to you again soon. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much, Nate. Appreciate it. Doug Ottawa, uh, live from Denver, MileHighSports.com. Uh, talk at All-Star game in Denver next week at Coors Field. Todd Mackins, the president of the Rapid City Rush, he's hired the new head coach. You met him last night here, Scott Burt. He's the new head coach of the Rush. Why was he the choice? Todd Mackin, the president of the Rush, next. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills, the Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Hey, Black Hills, Boss Pizza and Chicken is now bringing you the best new sports bar in Rapid City. Grab your crew and check out the new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar on North La Crosse Street. Same great pizza, chicken, and food you love from Boss, and now a full-service bar with beer, wine, and liquor. Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar is a newly remodeled sports bar with TVs all around and a sports ticker dedicated to local and regional sports. This is the place for sports fans in the Black Hills. The new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar in North La Crosse and Rapid City. They're open early and open really late. Also with delivery at Boss Pizza chicken.com. Hey guys, the Man Salon is now offering a free beer with your haircut. So let me lay this out for you. You'll get a great haircut with your personal stylist, shampoo, hot towel, shoulder massage, all in your own station watching a game, and now having a beer? It's where I go every time. The Man Salon has two locations on West Main and Rushmore Crossing, plus offering a military discount for active and retired military. Sit back, relax, have a free drink, just book your next appointment, and enjoy themansalon.net. Hello, Dish Nation. We have big, really big news. Dish now has your local channels in HD and free voice remote. That's right, locals in HD with free voice remote. If you're tired of paying too much for too little TV that just doesn't fit the bill, call Wire Free USA at 343-3806 today and experience an expert who's happy to answer all your questions, whatever they may be. In these days of fast-paced lives and fast-talking salespeople, it's nice to know you can still count on your local Dish-authorized retailer, Wire Free USA at 605-343-3806 with folks right here in our neighborhood to tell you the honest truth. Dish offers a better value for the very same channels for your home, business, and mobile. Dish and Wire Free USA have what you need at a reasonable price along with your HD locals and free voice remote included in the same price. The future is Wire Free USA with Dish. 343-3806. Voice remote requires internet connected hopper. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Hammer. 
the Nate Brown Show lively tonight. A lot of great guests across the board, national, regional, local sports on Fox Sports Rapid City, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. The Nate Brown Show live weekdays 4 to 6, and it's Todd Mackin who's in. Well, we introduced you to Scott Burt last night. He's the new head coach of the Rapid City Rush. Great conversation with Scott. If you missed that, the podcast is out there. The Nate Brown Show podcast, foxsportsrapidcity.com. Um, good to talk hockey, and he's an energetic guy, has a lot of great experience as a player and coach in the ECHL. Um, I think this is going to be an interesting new chapter uh, with the bench boss there, Scott Burton charge. Why was he the choice? Well, that's why we have Todd Mackin in tonight, president of the Rapid City Rush, who led the search, led the search of the new head coach of the Rush, and he lands on Scott Burt. Um, Todd Mackin joins us. By the way, Todd's he's busy, man. He's, he's the president of Spire Hockey, right? And, and he's doing some, like, dirt track stuff tonight with Spire uh, Racing. Todd, well, what's going on? Uh, you're all over the place. Yeah, so I apologize if you hear uh, trucks running around in the background. Um, we're lucky enough to uh, operate Knoxville uh, Speedway here in Knoxville, Iowa, and we have a NASCAR dirt track race, uh, the truck series tomorrow night, which is like one of the uh, few opportunities that a small track like this gets to host a NASCAR event. Um, and we're doing it tomorrow night, and so they're practicing right now. So okay. if you hear me in the background, uh, you know they're, they're getting after it. But uh, if you're if you're a betting person, go with John Hunter and even check them off. He's my guy. Okay, that's the uh, that's the story. All right, uh, that's good to know. Let's go back to hockey. I want to. Um, you guys had a big announcement yesterday. We had Scott Bird on the show. I went to the press conference. Um, He's the new head coach of the Rush. Why did he stand out to you? I mean, your email inbox was full. People were calling you. They wanted this job. Why did Scott Burt stand out? Well, first off, it's a testament to our community. It's a testament to the city of Rapid City uh, for the amount of interest we got across uh, all platforms. And so, you know, when I, when, I did the, when I did the research, you know, we, we interviewed 20 people once. I pretty much interviewed 10 people twice, about five people three times, and then we narrowed it down to three, and, and we really got after that, right? Went and saw each one of them, uh, really got to know them, got to know their families, got to know... Uh, what made them tick. And at the end of the day, we felt like Birdie, which he affectionately likes to be called, was the, was the right guy for the job. And for a couple different reasons. One, he's a community guy. He understands what it takes to win in this league. He loves to be involved in the community. He's going to be at uh, Summer Nights tonight. And, I mean, he, he just loves that piece of it. He knows how to win in our league. And, really, I felt like he was a fit with what the culture we wanted to build there. So, uh, all those things in, in, together, uh, he was just the right guy for the job. And, and we could feel it from almost conversation one. Todd Mackin, Rapid City Rush president. He's hired Scott Burt, the new head coach of the Rapid City Rush. It's a new chapter for the Rush. And um, I ask you this. Um, the owner, Jeff Dickerson, we've had on the show, he said yesterday, he said, Rapid City deserves a winner. Um, I've talked to you about this. You've got to win, but it's about development as well. How do you? How does Bert, uh, Bertie mesh those? Well, I think he, he does both really, really well, right? He worked in the Western Hockey League and developed multiple NHL players from there. Uh, he worked with the Idaho Steelheads, and their track record speaks for themselves as far as winning and developing. Uh, but at this level, you understand it's a, it's, a, it's a tough and a slippery slope to walk. Um, I feel like Birdie's the right guy for that. I feel like he's not going to be long in Rapid City. I think he's going to be here for three years and be on to the next level because he's that talented of a guy. Um, he knows what it takes to win. He knows what it 
it takes to develop, and that's the kind of guy we need. When it comes down to it, you talked about this yesterday, Todd. You said, hey, this chapter for the rush with new ownership group and how things are going now, this is primed and ready. Um, flying to games, the accommodations. Um, you said now it's just, okay, we need to have the product here um, start winning, and then that feeds into more guys wanting to be here. You think the, the platform set. I think this was a huge hire for our organization, right? I think everybody understood that. We had to make the right decision. I believe we have. He has the table set for us. He has everything he could ever ask for. There's no excuses from our coaching staff. There's no excuses from our players. And now it is just like, let's let's show the product on the ice. And and our ownership has given us all those opportunities. So um, we need our community to step behind us. We said that yesterday. We need them to dive in. Um, but at the end of the day, like it, it's, it's up to us now to show what we can do. And I think Birdie's the man for the job. I'll, I'll let you run with this. Todd Mackin on Rapid City Rush president, the new head coach of the Rush is Scott Burt. You heard from him last night. Todd, I'll say this. Um, one more thing is moving forward now. You, you look at things with the Rapid City Rush and say, okay, it's quick now. I mean, the season was adjusted, so now it's quick. Um, and, and Coach said, i got to hit the ground running here. Um, how do you see that from the front office side? It's a quick turnaround here. No doubt. And um, from the front office side, we, we, we have a lot of challenges in front of us. Um, but I think we have a really, really good core in place that has been here for multiple years. I'm not worried about that. Right? Part of the reason why we hired Birdie was that he does have ECHL experience. He was prepared for this opportunity. I didn't have to really teach him a lot of things. He knows what he's doing. He can hit the ground running. And um, in a year like this, it's imperative for somebody to be ready to roll. And he is. And he's excited. And you don't, you don't, you're not going to assist it for 10 years in hockey, and then you're going to take this opportunity lightly, right? He was being courted by multiple other teams. Uh, we were lucky to get him, and he is ready to roll. And he's not, he, he's not going to be, he's not going to take this lightly. It's, it's his opportunity, and he's going to run with it. And I'm super pumped to have him on our squad. I liked uh, the energy from him, intensity, energy. Uh, seemed like a pro uh, yesterday. Scott Burt's the head coach of the Rush, and uh, Rapid City Rush president Todd. Mackin leading the search, and now he's off and running, literally uh, racing uh, down in Iowa. Todd, enjoy the weekend. Congrats on uh, the coach. We'll talk to you again soon. I appreciate it. So pumped about it. Thank you, Nate, for having me. And, uh, again, uh, thank you for all the support of the Rush. We really appreciate it. You bet. Uh, select a seat's coming up, by the way, Rush fans. You know that, right? Select a seat this uh, weekend. Okay, so uh, summer nights tonight, popping down with Coach uh, Scott Burt. Birdie, that's what we got to call him, right? Um, downtown, summer nights, he's down there. And then select a seat uh, for the upcoming season for the Rush. Uh, always a big event. Todd Mackin on tonight, Rapid City Rush president here on the Nate Brown Show. Let's get set for who's hot and who's not. Okay, you you got to get this. You got you to gotta hang on here. We got five minutes left. Who's hot and who's not? You know, people. some people are upset about certain deals being signed for the college athletes. Okay. We have a college athletic director at a major school. He just retired, okay? He, he retired. He, he's done. That university said, wow, we got a lot of vacation weeks that you haven't used. Oh, boy. You know, we're upset about some of these college uh, student signing deals. 
How about this deal uh, for this major athletic director in his retirement? That's next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, softer equals better. Here's a tweet from Ed Itchy in Idaho. Hey Culligan, my laundry is so scratchy, I just cut myself on a cable knit sweater. Any suggestions? Hashtag send help. Hey, Ed Itchy in Idaho. Yes, the Culligan High Efficiency Water Softener will make that thing so soft, it'll go from cable knit to cable knot. Itchy. Hashtag soft laundry. Hashtag already on the way. Have your softener inspected for peak performance for $39. Go to BlackHillsCulligan.com. Here at Pizza Ranch, we appreciate innovations in food delivery, like how the ancient Italians used to slingshot hot meals to hungry Romans on the go. And while we appreciate the creativity, it turned out to be, well, a little messy. So we found a better way to bring you our legendary pizza, the country's best chicken, and our one-of-a-kind cactus bread. Just place your order online, on the phone, or on our app, and then pick it up or have it delivered right to your door. All nicely packaged in clean, sturdy, non-flying boxes. No catching necessary. Pizza Ranch. Mmm, Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. Let's leave you with this on a Thursday. As always, who's hot and who's not? Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Tonight, you can hit the Pizza Ranch Buffet. It's ready. No picky eaters at the Pizza Ranch Buffet. Why? They have everything you want. Salad bar, pizza, potatoes, chicken, cactus spread. See, you're hungry right now. It's dinner time. The Pizza Ranch Buffet, two locations in Rapid City. Open daily, 11 to 8. Who's hot? Um, how about this? This is the first major pro sports team, okay? The first major pro sports team dipping into the college name, image, and likeness sponsorships. So how would this work? It is the Florida Panthers of the NHL. So the Florida Panthers say they're looking at a lot of candidates in Florida for the name, image, and likeness sponsorship, basically to have them really, really promote the Florida Panthers with gear, with social media. So they're vetting some athletes at some schools right now, and the Florida Panthers of the NHL going to sign some athletes, um, like at Miami, Florida Atlantic, some of these places. They're in that process of gauging the interest on signing some deals. I'm okay with it. How about that? A pro sports team, the NHL Florida Panthers, looking to uh, sign some college athletes on the name, image, and likeness deal to promote uh, the Panthers in the NHL. Mainly going to be social media. That's all right. Um, In our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category tonight, if you're upset about that deal where the athletes are going to make some money off the Florida Panthers, you should be upset about this deal. Okay, here's here's this perfect. This is perfect um, bureaucracy college uh, universities. Barry Alvarez, big name. Athletic director, University of Wisconsin, former coach, right? So, Barry. We love Barry. Barry's fine. Barry's fine. But Barry Alvarez just retired, okay? You would think, you know, he's earned a lot of money. He's had a lot of – he's got a lot of free stuff now the rest of the way. I mean, perks galore. Perks galore when you're an administrator from president to AD. But, no, not quite. Here's what's happened in his retirement. They looked at it. He retired with 31 weeks of unused vacation. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, Barry, Barry, why didn't somebody stop him here a few years ago um, and say, you got to use your vacation, Barry. Go to the lake, okay? Go to San Diego, right? Just have some. You got to use 31 weeks of unused vacation. It feels like some deal that you know people forgot about in HR. And you know what that means. Barry Alvarez today getting a check for $1.18 million. I mean, this is a jump change here. $1.18 million because Barry Alvarez didn't use his vacation while he was the Wisconsin AD. It is what it is. Enjoy the enjoy the one million and go on a nice vacation, Barry. Enjoy it. We're back uh, next week. Why we have baseball tomorrow? Three thirty start time. The Hard Hats at the Gopher Classic tomorrow. Always appreciate you listening to the Nate Brown Show. Have a great night. The Odd Couple right now.